0: Is it transphobic may contain discussions of transphobia, transmisogyny, as well as other intersectional issues such as racism, ableism, classism, and many others. So this is a trigger warning. Is it transphobic also contains strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Lauren Rogers, and welcome to the first episode of Is It Transphobic, a new podcast produced and edited by myself. My goal for this podcast is to explore exactly what I say in the title, Is It Transphobic? The reason that we started this podcast is because I was in a heated debate with someone over a piece of media that I just did not feel like I needed to see. Uh, I knew enough about it, I did my research on it, and I said no, I don't want to see this. But their argument boiled down to, well, you haven't seen it. You don't know. You haven't seen it. And I don't feel like, because there are so many pieces that come out that are just terrible, I don't feel like I should be forced to watch these. So I brought together a number of trans and non-binary individuals. And tried to create a piece where we force ourselves to sit down, watch or consume these pieces of media, and then talk about them, reflect on them. Uh, To do more than just damn it to hell, just because it shows up on here doesn't mean that it is absolutely transphobic. That's why we're asking the question. That's why it is a question. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Please enjoy the first episode. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We are entering the land of kitten mittens and milk steaks. That's right. It might always be sunny in Philadelphia, but today we are asking, is it transphobic? My name is Ashley Lauren Rogers.
1: I'm a stand-up comic and a playwright, and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Vivian Aladren. I'm a musician, actor, and uh, writer and I use she, her pronouns.
2: Uh, My name's Kaya, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm mostly a stay-at-home partner.
3: Yeah, I'm Robin Ezra Fleischer, or Puck. I use they, them, or he, him pronouns currently.
0: Uh, We have all come together to watch four episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Four specific episodes, and what ties them together is they include a character named Carmen. Carmen is transgender. Did, have you seen the show previously?
2: Um, I've seen random episodes of it, uh, but I've never actually sat down and enjoyed watching an episode.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I've seen episodes here and there with friends, um, but beyond that, never like on my own volition, up until these four in particular. Awesome. I, myself, love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: It is probably one of my favorite shows. And that is fine. Uh, I feel like-
2: I think fine is the right
0: word. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize what it is. I recognize that it is problematic. So why don't we talk about the episodes that we saw? Uh, so the first episode where she's introduced, Do would either of you want to run down what happened in the episode?
2: Uh, I, can, I can look at my notes and give you a pretty solid uh, idea. Okay. Um, so the character is played by Brittany Daniel, who is a cis woman. Um, who in it, that in itself is problematic. I tried to look up and see if she was cis and I couldn't find any word on it. So I'm guessing that she is. Um, either way, she does not openly identify as trans. So it's yeah, problematic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like as just a good idea of how the episode's going to go, the actual synopsis for the episode that I saw on Netflix actually had the T-slur in it. Oh my um, I think it was the only one out of the episodes we watched that had it like open and out there. Um, but the, like, introduction of the character was, oh my god, hot character at the bar, um, she's so hot. I think that they were trying to get her to sleep with someone, maybe?
0: Yeah, they were. Um, so, the, yeah, the episode started with, uh, Charlie, who oh, yeah. told Dennis that he had cancer, or right. implied that he may have cancer. And so, the gang said, we need to cheer him up. How do we do that? Let's get him a girl to bang. Let's, let's convince a right. woman to bang him. So... They see one woman and I think it was Dennis No, it was a uh, Mac. Mac sees her and says, Oh yeah, she's hot. Yeah. And yeah. then Dennis responds with, Oh,
2: that's a T slur. Uh well he actually he- says that's a dude. Oh, that's a yeah. dude. And yep. then mm-hmm. and then Mac is like, No, 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 she's so hot. And then uh what what is this? It, D, uh D like I don't think D actually says anything in that scene, hmm. but uh, whoever uh, Dennis says, there's a dick in those pants. And then of course it has like the the pan down the pants, and there's like a dildo sitting in her pants, like just like blatantly there and super obvious. And they even like note back to it in later episodes, which is yeah. obnoxious.
0: Yeah, a running a running gag for the character was consistently panning or finding a way to put Max's face at crotch level. Right. And just constantly framing it so there
2: is a big old phallus just right yeah. there. And it's, of course, like, at least 10 inches long. Like, it's, <laughs> it's huge. Um, they actually, shortly after that, note that she tucks. So I'm not sure why she had a 10-inch flaccid penis going down her legs if she tucks.
0: Well, it makes you wonder what their definition of tucking is then, I guess. Well, no, they, yeah, they yeah, literally like, say <laughs> uh, she, oh. she,
2: like, mm-hmm. tapes it up to make yeah. it look like
0: a vagina. Hmm. Um, then maybe yeah. she's just like we don't know. Then maybe this isn't a phallus. Maybe this is a sausage that she is carrying around because she might be right. hungry. Like this right. gotta be <laughs> That's got to be what this is.
2: It could be like a pouch. Maybe she has like a yeah. urinary tract infection and just needs to like have that there just in there case. Go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we've explained it away. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, it's not transphobic. Clearly.
2: Clearly, nothing in any of these episodes is transphobic.
0: Ever. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite interactions, though, came came a few minutes in. Uh, I'm going to play it for you. Is that a penis in your
3: pants? Yeah. You lied to me. No, I didn't. You lied to me. You don't work out. Please, I've seen you at the gym. You're a No, don't turn this around. Wait.
1: Really? You think so? Yeah. I was afraid
3: I was getting a little too <laughs> ripped, you know? Oh,
2: no. I like it. <laughs> I actually, uh, I have in my notes something, I think actually in the third episode that you had noted, Mm -hmm. that it almost seems like the character is built to look manipulative. Yeah. Because, like, he's always coming at her with, like, you're lying to me or you're trying to trick me, and then she's immediately going back with, like, look how hot you are, and obviously he's, like, megalomania, has some Mm -hmm. severe vanity issues. Um, so he immediately forgets about what he was saying and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, if you're going to compliment me, that's fine. I've now suddenly forgotten the thing that I had a problem with.
0: Well, I'm curious because especially with that moment, uh, it's almost, it almost felt to me like a, not a defense mechanism, but the, like, you lied to me. No, you lied to me because you're hot and you tell me that, like, and it was a moment where he definitely lies and later in the, later in the series... Like, you find out how little he actually uh, works out and yeah. things like that. And so, I don't know, like, because I'm with you. But at the same time, I wonder how much of it is just her calling him out on things as well.
2: Right.
3: I mean...
0: But you're right. Like, to a, to an audience, we might, like... Sorry, uh, you were... Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. weigh in
3: here. It, it
1: feels like it could be... If we took this one episode kind of uh, as its own thing... It would remain kind of in the air, whether or not it's a defense mechanism or whether or not it's like a kind of form of manipulation. But as we keep on like seeing this character coming back, it's something that she continues to do, even when she already has kind of a rapport with Mac. And it does kind of feed into a longstanding kind of portrayal of trans women as these like deceitful people who try to like trick poor, unsuspecting men. Yeah. Because it, um, it's
2: definitely not countering that idea. Right, like what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, it's definitely playing into, you tricked me, and then it's like, well, let me trick you more. Yeah.
3: Mm. Let and me
2: get your mind off that. And
1: all of the... It's you not, tr-
2: I didn't trick you. Yeah, and like all of the deceit in her character is inherently sexual.
1: It's all, yeah. you're so hot, you work out, oh my god, you know, it's all this, like, you know, it's all this kind of sexually charged language, so much so that, you know, he does end up having... Uh, I believe it's implied that he has a sexual relationship with this woman uh, and has a sexual history uh, eventually as we go through. Ah, uh, yeah, later in the show. Which is something that, like, post-sex. you know, uh, which, like, everybody starts making fun of him about, obviously, because, you know, how dare uh, he have you. sex with somebody. Mm. That's,
2: uh. <laughs> I think one thing that I thought was interesting that I kind of realized after I had watched the first three episodes was that, and I, I don't know the characters that well, but it seems like Dennis is written as the, like, smart, uh, materialistic one that's, like, the only one who's somewhat intelligent. And then, every, you know, everyone in the group's written as, like, dumb and an asshole. And then Charlie's written as, like, romantic and, like, really emotionally involved. And then Mac is written as, like, kind of a douchebag, vanity-obsessed person. And I think it's interesting that they chose the douchebag, vanity obsessed person to be the one that was going into this. And I feel like if they had picked Charlie, the character that was more like emotional and romantic, it could have gone a completely different direction where it wasn't offensive and it wasn't making the trans character like the butt of a joke where you could have all the other characters being like, oh, that's gross. And Charlie would be like, I don't care. Like, I'm happy Mm -hmm. because he's happy. Whereas Mac feels he has to defend himself.
3: Mm. To
1: the point where he fights gay marriage at one point. Yes. Yeah, he does
2: fight gay marriage.
1: In all fairness,
0: he fights gay marriage specifically because, and part of it is because Max character picks and chooses when he is super Christian, uh, and that is throughout oh, okay. the entire series. Okay, so that yeah. would be good. to, to Yeah. Okay. He does. Yeah. He he's like. Every now and then, there's just like he's super Christian and he needs that Bible. Like there was a moment in uh, in that gay marriage, in the Fights gay marriage episode, where he is like, "Where's the Bible?" It's like, "We don't have a Bible. This is a bar.
1: Like, why yeah. don't we have a Bible?" He's just yeah. So, so it's, yeah, so it's kind of like the uh, Walter and Big Lebowski sort of. Mm-hmm. Like occasionally, he'll like suddenly be very like Jewish and like, "I can't do this. It's a sacred day." Like. Mm-hmm. Arbitrarily, that sort of
3: deal.
0: Yeah. Okay. In in a lot of ways. And also the other thing about uh, Mac is that he has this tendency. So he is constantly throughout the series thought to be gay. Okay. Everyone thinks that he's gay. Okay. And it's
2: been really good to know going into yeah,
0: this.
3: No, like some yeah. of
0: it, I wanted, part of it was I wanted some of it to be cold so that we could see right, what just right. like the episodes out of context, what, kind of was pulled yeah. from them. But yeah, there are a lot of jokes about Mac being secretly gay and actually there's at one point his cousin who lives in the country, Country Mac, is everything that Mac... Do they did. call him Country Mac? They call him Country Mac. Okay, okay. Uh, and he I'm comes in. He's played by... I can't remember his name. The guy who played uh, Stifler in American Pie. Oh my god, I hate him so much. You should. But <laughs> he's he's wonderful in this. But... I
2: mean, you think everyone's
0: wonderful. Obviously. I do. I love everything and everyone. But <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, he, he comes in and he does all the things that Mac says that he can do throughout the series, but Country Mac actually does them, shows himself off, he's a badass, he jumps off of a bridge, he and, beats up. And I up... assume he's gay. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Cool. He's Great. gay, he's out, he's happy.
2: So and... he's like better Mac when it comes down to it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. Oh, yeah. Like cool. He's he's the, a Mac... the, the stronger gayer Mac, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mac. Okay. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. So
2: that's, is this the first time that Max actually shown to be like queer in any way? Like the I first time so. that everyone starts like saying. I believe Episode four, isn't it? I'm trying. Well, yeah, because it's been
0: a while since I've binged on the series, but yeah, it's it's only the fourth episode, so I wonder if this might have been the catalyst. Because they think unfortunately in the but... next
2: episode they start literally saying, "Well, you're gay, like because mm. you did this or something like that," or I think it's two episodes down maybe. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I wonder
0: if this was sort of the catalyst where they're saying, well, maybe Max Gay. Yeah. And yeah. <sighs> so. It's been a trip of four episodes. <laughs> yeah. So, what about the, the. There's one more moment from this episode I want to play. Uh, and it is probably. Again, I love the series, so it's probably my favorite moment but it's after the big montage where Mac is kind of working through his issues and he's sort of figured out, like, okay, maybe maybe I can be okay with this. So earlier in the episode, it was revealed that essentially if you sneak up on Mac, he has cat-like reflexes. and right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because that's Mac. Punches and out a lot of women. Punches out, yeah, he punched out D. So this is part of who he is.
1: Mom,
2: I'm telling you, this girl's amazing. Yeah, I got butterflies in my stomach. There's one little issue. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! God. I think you broke my nose. The guy's beating on that chick. Oh my God! Oh no, you know it's a dude. Yeah, she has a penis, so it's it's okay. Dude, is that a hate crime? Shit, yeah, it's a hate crime. <laughs> I think this is actually the most interesting scene in the whole episode. Because it almost makes it lean like they're just trying to say that the group of people are bad people. Because you immediately see the contrast of, I think the first characters that aren't actually characters in the whole episode show up. And they're immediately on the side of this character. And when Mac reveals to them that she's trans, they don't care. They're still like, well, you did it, and I'm still mad at you, and you're an asshole, and I'm more mad at you now because you just committed a hate crime yeah and it, it's like a really weird out of the space like sudden change for character design and I, it almost makes me think that they could have handled this so much better and like almost knew what they were doing yeah mm-hmm. like
1: there's a potential of awareness that there's like an inherent awareness that they had enough so that he should be punished for punching her but you know it's it kind of feeds into, like, one thing that I really wanted to, uh, to talk about, which is, you know, I watch a lot of comedy based around, like, offensive people and offensive, like, families and, you know, making fun of them. i arrested development and Archer, you know, you're like, ha look at these horrible people do horrible things. Um, and the problem that I have with these four episodes in regards to this character is that oftentimes it feels like the world isn't backing up uh, the, like, tr- like, the good and decent thing. You know, and it's something that is kind of a necessary. If you're going to highlight the evils of a person for comedy, there needs to be uh, there there needs to be a backing. There needs to be a context that they're put into that exposes them. You know, so in this one scene, it happened. In this one scene, he punched her out, and you know, the world punished him for it because the world was good then. Um, but for pretty much every other scene that she's in here, you know the world just kind of lets it slide that all these people are just saying, you know, the T-slur very casually over and over and over, you know, equating uh, sex parts and, and gender identity over and over and over with, like, no reprisal, not even from the trans woman herself, you know, I tried to put myself in that position and uh, I don't even consider myself like that much of, like, an outspoken, like, how dare you come into my house, etc. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't take that shit. I wouldn't yeah. just be like you have a penis, you lied to me, I'd be like, fuck yourself, I'm, I'm leaving, Yeah, like, I, I don't want to
2: have sex with you because you're a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, like, um, that. that's an immediate deal-breaker, deal like...
2: And I do think it's interesting because, like you said, I appreciate that they had at least something in the episode that, like, came yeah. back down on him, but it's not like it actually changed or anything. I think in the next scene, he uses the T-slur, and he didn't get beat up, he got away from them, yeah. and he's just like, oh, these assholes chased me, they should have beaten him up,
3: maybe? Uh-huh.
2: Or done something bad to him. Yeah, I mean, he gets. I wish they'd beaten he, the shit gets, out of him on screen. That would have given me some sort of closure. Yeah, out of yeah,
1: like good. <laughs> Close um, not to not to put words in your mouth, obviously. Um, but I mean, he gets punched out at the end. But like that's Does he because get punched he out? not for what he did. Like right, right. He got punched out for a reason, kind of unrelated. But
2: I do think it's interesting, and I may not be correct when I say this, but I'm pretty sure that. Charlie up until the third episode doesn't even say anything about the character, and I think he does know about the character, the character who's so kindly named with the word men in her name. Yeah. Right.
0: Um. <laughs> I didn't even. I I, I, I am an someone. idiot for not the picking second, that up. I was the subtle one. Like, yeah. Yeah. I uh, was so
3: mad.
0: Uh, no, there was there was um, also a lot of it. subtle like stereotypical cis man activity in it. Like, you know, sure, yeah. like, they're watching sports, that's fine, whatever. When Dennis comes in, sure, they're watching sports, alright. But there was a very, like, like, aggressive like, slap. Could which, have
2: almost been a fifth, like, a chest bump. Oh, yeah, yeah. could yeah. have almost
0: been a chest bump. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah. Like, there, there was definitely a lot of, like, they were playing up A lot of that. I thought that was also interesting because they
2: say they're watching basketball, Mm -hmm. but they also like make her seem a little incompetent as well. Like Mm -hmm. Mac doesn't seem like he gives that much of a shit and she's like wearing some sort of like sports jacket and has a football, but they're watching (laughs) basketball. So it almost (laughs) seems like she's like trying really hard.
1: (laughs) To be into it. I mean, it also kind of feels like they're mixing up, like, what their broad strokes offensive stereotype is supposed to be. Is she supposed to be secretly a dude so she knows all the sports stuff? Or is she supposed to be a woman who's, like, trying to, like, be a team player? She's like, yeah, sports ball! (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved it if
2: they turned it around. Actually, I would have been okay with the episode and the whole character if they had turned it around and she had turned out to be a cis woman. Who was just like dysphoric and uncomfortable with her vagina, so she packed.
0: <laughs> oh, that would have oh, been crazy. That would have been fantastic. Yeah, no, they that really missed. Really they really missed the boat, and that I've not seen that, that on TV. Episode, so yeah. yeah. Okay. I do okay. think <laughs>
2: one other really interesting. And I don't actually know which one of the three first episodes that this happened in, but in one of them, I think it was the second. Uh one of the characters mentions that they did uh, a Lethal Weapon 5 or something. That, yep. And then <laughs> specifically it said, and this person did blackface, which isn't okay. Or like, that's questionable or something like that. And it's like...
0: So, in so a, yeah. So in the canon of the show, they have done two Lethal Weapon sequels. Oh,
2: there's actually episodes of those. There are episodes okay. where they show the Lethal
0: Weapon sequels. Of them, how many weapons are there? uh, At the moment, there's four, I
2: think. Okay, and they made five and
0: six. They made five and six. Okay. And they couldn't decide whether Mac or Dennis was going to be uh, Riggs or Murtaugh, so halfway through the movie, they switch. Dennis does not believe that he should use blackface to portray uh, Riggs. Right. And But Mac does, because he feels like it's he's intrinsic musician, to the character. Because right. he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So halfway through these movies, there's all of a sudden blackface, and then halfway through, there's even less con- continuity because not only is one character not in blackface, they've switched characters. So that is the joke. What?
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's... Yeah. What I mean, I guess it's, it's pushing, <laughs> I guess it's, it's, Pushing limits. Yeah, and
0: and part of it is, and there was a conversation, uh, V, you and I had earlier before we started taping, where we were talking about the idea of these, because these people are supposed to be horrible people. And right at the beginning, they always try and show these are horrible people. You're not supposed to like them. But these are your protagonists.
3: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so
0: these are the people that you will love. You're supposed to identify with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know if you wanted to go a little bit further oh, into
1: Um Yeah, it it's a it's a weird struggle because um and you see this a lot in Archer and I I know that I feel like I've spent most of this podcast so far just talking about other things other than it's always sunny, but uh I'm filled with little trivia. But um like as Archer's gone on into season after season after season, like we watch this horrible person kind of grow and like learn things and you kind of like have a soft spark for him because like he kind of learns very very slowly that you shouldn't make fun of gay people and like it's awkward and clumsy but it's a weird kind of dynamic of like how much are we going to excuse the awful things that this person does in the name of like character growth and like a weird almost impossible to define connection that people kind of inherently have with the protagonist of a story that they watch you know whether they can put words to it or not you know it's kind of things are designed to make you feel for the main character you know for better or for worse
0: uh and it's just this idea of like you're supposed to not like or want to be these people but after a little while they start changing characters or they start changing things and suddenly it's like yeah because we like them we do
1: want to be like them yeah and Mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's yeah maybe it's not so much that you want to be like them but you want them to be better ultimately. Mm. You know, I feel like that in itself isn't an inherently bad thing. You want people to learn and you want people to, mm. you know, grow and change. Mm. Um and actually thinking about it, our for our little four-episode mini tour of It's All With Sunny spanned six seasons. And one of the things that really popped out of me uh, at me is that after six seasons, these characters felt more or less kind of exactly where they were in season one, you know? Mac was still shallow and awful, and Dennis was still materialistic and callous, and, you know, they all just... It It was almost like they
2: wrote all of the episodes before they did any of the episodes, and they were like, here is (laughs) nine seasons of work. It's up to, like, what, Mm -hmm. 11 or 12 seasons now? Yeah, they're going on their,
1: I
3: believe, on their 11th. And And the characters sort of just don't grow or change. Yeah. I mean I there's things that
0: change but it's not really character things. It when, seems when like you everything it,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. you know, everything happens within one episode usually or two episodes. Yeah. It looks mm-hmm. like nothing is permanent except mm-hmm. for if it has like something to do with like the world around them and not them. Yeah. Like character gets married, they get divorced at the end of the episode. It's always something <laughs> that gets fixed. Except for D being pregnant later in the series. Oh yeah. Well part like, of that... the only thing and that was yeah. only like five episodes.
0: Um so I want to talk a little bit about the, the next episode, though, because we are jumping around a little bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mac is a serial killer. <sighs> so I do <clears throat> I do want to go ahead and start this off with the whole episode. Literally, the first things that are said is that there's a serial killer on the right? Mm-hmm. Looking for young, attractive blondes or something like that. And Dee gets worried. And then they mm-hmm. immediately take a jab at D, comparing her to, like, a 6'9", really masculine... Basketball player, I think, mm. and like they dig that in that, like, you're not good because you're like a man, mm. and that's how the whole episode that's like super transphobic starts out.
1: Mm. Yeah, you're none of these feminine qualities, yeah, mm. to and the that's point why that this is person would want to, to kill assume you. that you are, yeah. yeah, like very briefly. Uh, I understand, and I'm gonna try to do my best, yeah to curtail my like natural incl- inclination if there's ever like a woman in a cast of characters like my heart always kind of goes out to her mm-hmm. because women in media almost without exception get treated pretty poorly mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. D has did some pretty messed up horrible things in this episode mm-hmm. and i have to like get that off my chest because there's i fight for her because I that's what I do.
2: I mean, the the bulk of the episode, as of like the actual problems, is Mac has now started sleeping with Carmen. You know, it starts out uh, after Mac enters the scene and they assume that he's a serial killer because he walks in and he's got scratches on his neck. He gets immediately super embarrassed because they're trying to call him out for it because they're like, "What's going on? We're just talking about serial killers, and you're coming in here, you look like you haven't slept, and you got scratches on your neck." And he gets super embarrassed and like, freaks out and he runs into the bathroom, puts on a, a little toilet paper uh, neckerchief and lace. Because um, he has something to go work on. Um, and I think that it clips until later a little bit into the show um, where the two of them are together uh, I think on a couch or a like, couch and chair or whatever mm-hmm. and they're talking about her penis. Um, And it's just, like, super awkward, but also almost handled well in a really weird way because it's, like, she's openly saying it. She's talking about it. And he's, like, freaking out every time she says anything. Um, It's, like, a really strange scene. And, of course, they're still trying to do the, like, penis in his face kind of thing. And how it follows up that scene is by her saying well, it doesn't matter because I'm getting it cut off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, getting it removed, mm-hmm. which, like, isn't even anatomically correct. And then he mm-hmm. says, I've been researching it, which is, like, which, we would think yeah. that the writers would have done research <laughs> to know <laughs> that's not what happens. Right. But he's been researching it, and I guess so she, but neither of them know how it works.
3: Right.
0: Um, and um, I think the, I mean, the other characters are trying to find the serial killer, uh, and right. as they're outside suspecting that, yep, yep. <laughs> specifically Danny DeVito and Charlie are outside of, they follow Mac, they're outside with a chainsaw because Danny DeVito wanted to bring a chainsaw. Uh, right. I swear he justified it, but I can't even remember what the justification was. But it's just I like, think he
1: something simple as he wanted to tear him to pieces if he was a serial killer. He wanted yeah. to tear yeah. with a chainsaw. To... <laughs> and as shenanigans continue, uh,
0: mac admits without admitting what he's actually doing that he's been doing something charlie reads that as as, killing people as killing people so he's like killing young attractive blondes right he's like oh no just i want to stop it's like okay good so we're just gonna we're not gonna talk about it we're not gonna talk about it at all you just say nothing and then you stop i don't know if i can (laughs) you have to And so the rest of the episode continues. They break into Mac's uh, apartment. They find the anatomy book.
2: I think this was an interesting scene because um, they never actually say anything Hmm. gender. They literally say the section that's marked is about the removal of human genitalia. Which... Which which Charlie jumps to, like well, haven't you wondered about that kind of thing? Like, it's like, Charlie, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think that this is the most confusing scene and the worst written part of the whole episode, like, ignoring transphobia, because they're assuming that he's going after cis women that are blonde. But the section would be about penises, which they don't consider to be something that's women. So, like, at the same time, they're implying that penises equal men because of what Charlie's saying, but Danny DeVito isn't actually saying, like, oh, it's about penises, this is, like, not correct. Like, why would it be this? Like, that scene was totally out of place for what they were doing. And I don't think anyone who was watching it that wasn't trans would have caught that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: my instincts
1: is... it felt like a it felt like a gag that the writers were just too like happy with being like surface level clever about it because if you're looking for a serial killer and you look and at their bedside is a book on human anatomy uh and it's bookmarked to a page for some reason called removal of like removal of, of genitalia, human genitalia. Yeah, which I admittedly don't often read uh, books on the human anatomy, but I don't really remember them like just having like how to remove body parts. Just yeah, like there. yeah, you know, It's been a while, but uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's
0: not a full chapter. If anything, <laughs> it's probably like a side note at the moment. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I want to bring us to uh, a moment <laughs> I in the episode. Actually, do read medical books sometimes, oh. and that oh. seems really never, weird. never seen. A yeah. Movie
3: <laughs> It's just, like, why would you need you to think, know that? While you're finding just this, the interesting part that
2: happens right after the scene we were just talking about is it cuts to Dee, who's, like, doing, like, pretending, I guess, to be a sex worker oh, on yeah. the street. Oh, yeah. Um, but the scene's really awkward because it introduces, like, a super oh, racist on. character. Oh. Literally, like, maybe ten lines down from Charlie calling, uh, what's his yeah. name, Frank? Calling Frank racist, like it's just after that they introduce like super racist stereotype character. Yeah, just really, everything feels so
1: out of place. Pepperjack. Pepperjack. Really, it it feels like the show has like conditional understanding of like Mm. how things are supposed to work in society. It's like, oh yeah, you can't say these things. Well,
2: (laughs) it feels like they didn't research anything. Or... No, because, I mean, it's blatantly racist. Like, there's blatantly Mm. racist stuff in there that's not, like, being countered. But then there's also, like, racist and transphobic stuff that is being countered. Mm. I feel like they just didn't do research. Mm. Like, they just went off what the writers actually knew off the
3: top of their heads. It's like (laughs) you almost tried. Yeah. So,
1: it frankly kind of feels like the... The goal of the writers is more for it to be funny than it is to be uh, conscious. Hmm. Like, once they have a gag, once they have a joke, that kind of supersedes Mm. due process, necessarily speaking. Hmm. You know? I would say, and I don't agree with
0: it, but I would say that some would say that for a comedy series, that's what they have to focus on, especially the crafting of a series, you go beat by beat by beat, and if you're using a beat, then you're not uh, actually constructing it well. Um, At the same time, I feel like there is a place for both comedy that punches up instead of punching Mm -hmm. down, and also continuing to have those beats that work. Yeah. Uh, So I wanna show one more scene, uh, at least from this episode. Uh, The scene, so something has happened in bed we can assume what, but well, Mac and It Carson. was great. It was great, Close. whatever it was. I assume yeah, racquetball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had great racquetball in bed. <laughs> they had the backboard for it and everything. Yeah.
2: It was
0: like yeah. Really, really well set up. So, let's
3: play this. Maybe we can go out or something. know, to a restaurant. Or, or to a bar. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's not going to work. I'm getting tired of this. I feel like you're afraid that people will see us together. No, I don't care if people
1: see us together. I just don't want them to
3: think that we're dating. We are dating.
1: Look, I don't think it's too much to ask for you to keep this quiet, considering your condition, right? Look, it's not like I'm a, ashamed of
3: you. I'm ashamed of myself.
2: Well, it's a, over. I don't know what happened, man, but it's over.
1: Oh. Uh, so.
2: Uh, so much wrong. There's yeah, so much so wrong. So much wrong.
0: Him. But I love that she kicked him out.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's
1: very clear that she kicked him out. I mean, listen, if,
0: I he mean, was, if yeah. she broke <laughs> up with him. Yeah.
2: Like, on yeah. the spot. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, It would have been better if, like, the next scene, like, he had, like, a black eye or something, because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Jesus. It almost felt like, no, does she, like, kicks him out? Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there was
1: there was a, a
0: phrase in there that I find interesting, and uh, not a good interesting, but interesting. The... I'm not ashamed of you, I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like... I I don't necessarily know where I want to
2: go with that, but it's just like that felt very... There's a lot of things like in this episode that feel kind of like... You know it's shitty, but like I don't even know what to say because it's just like, how did they think to say this in a way that was like,
3: not gonna be fucking terrible. Mm. I think it's interesting because... At least the way I read that scene, it's very much like he, like, and the way it's presented, it's like he is the asshole in this situation. Like, Mm. it's pretty clear. Like, like, it's still very much like, he's like, yeah, I know this is fucked up. Like, that doesn't make it okay, but he's (laughs) like, I don't know. Rewatching it right now, like,
1: when he called, when he called, uh, when he said, you know, Uh, Of course, I don't want to be seen, you know, I don't want people to think that we're dating because of your condition, like, that just, like,
2: yeah, want to like, like,
1: like, (sighs) just punch everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think these Uh. scenes
2: are so difficult to watch because I'm seeing myself in them Mm -hmm. when I identified, like, as a trans woman, like, I would have, like, down to this person. Like, (laughs) it would have been, like, I'm hitting you in the face right now. Fuck you. You're an asshole. Uh, Because he is. Like, he's a huge dick, and I don't know a single trans person that would take this. And I, I feel like the only thing it could be building as like a realistic trans woman is the fact that a lot of trans women that are attracted to cis men don't ever feel like they're good enough because cis men build up this wall that they're not good enough because they have this or don't have this or can't afford this because obviously they can't because all the cis men in the world are telling them that they're not good enough until they do it. Mm, yeah. And I, I feel like that's really what this is yeah. like personifying but not giving an answer to. So, why don't we, as much
0: as I love the, the rest of this episode, because they find out that Mac is obviously not the serial killer, uh, and a person that they kind of just threw out there midway through the sort of almost red herring
1: is the serial killer. Which, I don't I don't want to, like, strike my own ego too much. Like, mm-hmm. the moment that the guy was on oh, screen, yeah. I knew that he was the serial killer. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... That almost doesn't feel clever of me to say. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: it was um it was written as oh this is the character that's attracted to d who's the blonde that they've been saying isn't good enough right to be the serial killer's victim well obviously she's the serial killer's victim now
3: yeah
1: yeah and like even like even beyond that it's almost it almost feels like standard comedy of like Mm. the person you least suspect based on broad strokes like Mm. assumptions
0: It almost felt like a Scooby-Doo moment, because he really is the only non-main character (laughs) in the show, this show, so it's like, of course it's him! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is it all these people that you know
1: of entirely, and we're only a few episodes into the season, or is it this person that we just met? Let's rate the episode on comedy. Uh, I'm going to start that one off. It was legitimately funny i had a good time with it i'm giving it an 8 out of 10 minor minor flaws taken off because they're subtly like they're subtly implicating that uh sleeping with a trans woman on the down low and like being a serial murderer murderer are very similar activities yeah. and that's yeah. skeevy but you know 8 out of 10 on comedy it made me laugh well i will tell you right now Comedy, I could not
0: breathe hearing D run in the clown shoes trying to stalk yeah. Yeah. the waitress. <laughs> so I, I and I, like I say, this is one of my top ten, so I'm going to give it a ten for comedy. I'm going to put it about the same place as I put the first episode in a seven because six doesn't exist. Uh, so I, I would say it's a seven because eh, it could have been worse, but it is exactly that. It is mostly framed around... Uh, Her genitalia, even though it is, even though she is the one that is bringing it up, it's still, yeah, it's it's up there,
2: but I still loved it. I think uh, comedy, I thought it was eight. I thought there were a lot of really funny moments. I thought pretty much all of the scenes that didn't have to do with Carmen were hilarious. This is by far the funniest, but also like one of the shittiest episodes of like this type of comedy I've ever seen. -hmm. So I definitely put it like an eight out of ten. Transphobia, probably also an eight out of ten. Just a lot of really shitty language and a lot of like, just incorrect language. Mm. That's like you just didn't do research. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you didn't yeah,
1: you didn't even Google. You didn't even Google it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put my transphobia rating up to like, like seven, because is equal parts like horrible and sloppy. Um, but. She does kick him out. She does show a level of autonomy, you know. She eventually, I guess, <laughs> doesn't put up with his shit anymore, which, like, mm. I'm almost surprised that, like, it took her this long. He doesn't seem like the kind of person to be, like, uh, sparing about his horrible behavior, but...
0: And actually, that's a great segue. Thank you for the segue. Uh, that's a great segue for the next episode. Yeah! yeah. Which happens three seasons later. We don't oh see Carmen gosh. until another three, wow. essentially three years in our collective watching. And when we see her, Mac immediately focuses right on the genitalia. They're at the gym. Mm. Carmen's over there. He says, wow, that's a great, I, I believe it was, wow, that's a great cam toe like oh, well, the, oh, look, literally look, look. the
2: first words that he said says is oh hey and then uses the t-slur for for her and then it's like oh wait no your name's carmen like how oh, is this no. the first way you start the episode i actually as and much like, as yeah literally like, the fourth line in the entire <laughs> episode has the t-slur in it
0: but it, it, talking yeah. about learning i feel like it's kind of showing him learning because it's like, right. he does it, and yes, it's shitty, but he's like, no, but that's your also, name is Carmen. That's also,
2: <laughs> I think, the first time he's ever said that to her. True. So it's almost like he's built up this, like, asshole, like, oh, yeah, fuck her, what an asshole, between now and then, or mm. between the last episode and this episode. Mm. Right. So he's, like, started calling her that all the time and never being around her. Mm. Because he's trying to, like, act like it's not a big deal with all of his friends.
0: So, so yep, so he immediately t uh, fixes it, says her name, and then focuses right on genitalia. Turns out she's, quote-unquote, got the surgery.
2: Quote, the surgery. Right. The surgery to rule the one. one. Yeah. The the one. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As if she is not a trans woman, weird, and right. it doesn't know what it's called. It's right. the
1: comprehensive surgery. It's the one that makes it all better. Yeah. It's, right. it's just like, yeah, top to bottom. Done. Yeah. yeah. But you uh, <laughs> <doing> a <the> machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Slappy how it works, right? I, I haven't
0: done yeah. any research myself. Uh, I just assume that's how it works. It's like one of those, like like the motion you were doing, like one of those old-timey uh, wash tubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trans wash tub. Uh, <laughs> we did that. So that's how it works. Uh, so that happens, and then immediately he has this notion that he is not necessarily, I don't want to use the word owed. But it's understood that it's owed. I mean, yeah, I mean like, no, owed. he definitely thinks he, he is. He definitely deserves this sex because he's put in the time. But she is married yeah. to um, a cisgender man. And immediately, because of this, he goes on a tirade about gay marriage and decides that, yeah, because because they are in a gay marriage, quote unquote, it is sinful and he needs to stop them from being in it. But right, yeah, no, no, your your inclinations are absolutely correct. Every, yeah.
1: Everything about that,
0: and all of his friends, all the ones that have been using the T slur, all the ones that have been like, "ew, gross," are saying to him essentially, "Yeah, but you slept with her." Like,
3: uh, but it was
0: different. Yeah, it was different. This was before she had the surgery. We can assume that he that her husband waited until she got the surgery. So, there was a lot to to unpack in that that episode, and I am sorry that we don't have a lot of time to unpack
2: it, but, (laughs) Uh, yeah. I think a really interesting part of the episode, because, you know, there is the whole, like, fighting game marriage thing, but that's almost not interesting to what's actually happening, Mm Is the repeated scenes of them always going to find her at the gym for some reason. She's always at the gym and so is her husband. (laughs) At one point she just says like,
0: stop bothering me here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: But it's always like, and here, I have a question or I have proof or I have this thing and she's like, what the fuck? Go away. (laughs) I don't want this.
1: So there is uh, one moment that was definitely a moment of like solidarity I had with her. Yeah. Just like the amount of like, assist people that I talk to on, you know, Tumblr or Reddit, because I make bad life decisions, um, and people are just, just like, I have these questions, and every, now, you know, I'm just like, shh, leave me alone, like, actually, do some research. <laughs> I want to show you that particular
0: moment. Yeah. Is, is it when show. Frank is like,
2: yeah. am I getting
0: my dick cut oh, off? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, also <laughs> oh, in this episode, insane. while oh, Mac is oh fighting gay God. marriage, and I am so sorry, <laughs> me. but yeah, while Mac is fighting gay marriage, Charlie and Frank, who are roommates, again, decide maybe they should get a gay marriage so that Charlie can they get They should get, get quote,
2: gay married.
0: <laughs> yeah. <they should. laughs> Why do you people keep bothering
3: me at the gym? I'm so sorry. It's going to be a quick question. Charlie, you're gonna me, right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the answer thing, and Um,
2: uh, look, my friend and I were trying to get, like, a gay marriage situation going on, and he's all tripped up about some issue, and now he's uncomfortable talking to me. I figured you're an expert, so we could talk to you. All right,
3: fine. Just go ahead. What?
2: Good. Go. If Charlie and I were going to get married,
3: mm-hmm. who would be the man and who would be the woman in that <laughs> situation? No. Oh you be the woman. You're both men. Mm-hmm. Are you
2: kidding me? Is, is this what you've been upset about the whole time? Which one of is gonna be the woman? Yeah, I'm not
0: gonna get my dick cut off and sold to China, spend the rest of my life on a treadmill <laughs> like this guy. What do you even? Oh <laughs> I'll stop it there. It continues, but yeah, like the My uh, cousin came out as gay, and my aunt, who is understanding but doesn't understand a lot, and I love her. But she still, after he's been out for maybe five to six years, is like, so which one of you is It's like, no, 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 no,
2: mom. Don't ask that question. <laughs> like, no,
0: I just want to know which one of you makes dinner. It's like, no,
2: no, no, mom. No. Uh, yeah. Like, we both do. <laughs> well, me, and my, me and my partner, uh, she's a cis woman, because uh, I get perceived as a cis woman in most bars and things like that. Um, They'll ask me that, like, which one of you is the man? Which one works? And I'm oh. like, shit, I'm actually stay at home. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, it's like, well, I don't want to answer that question, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got me there. <laughs> um, I feel like this is the most important scene in all of the episodes that you pointed out to me, because when I watched the scene, I went like, blind rage, fuck them, what assholes? Because it's just, it's so much mm. packed into one scene. Like, she actually gets misgendered, I think, for the first time ever. Except for the very first time. She I mean, misgendered, her her like, face. directly. Yeah. 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 No, no yeah. one has used, like, actual, like, masculine words for her. They've mm. said, dude, once. And yeah. then they are literally saying, this is a guy. Mm. Which, like, in all context is saying, like, this is a man, and whatever.
1: Which but I is, think, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, I just realized it's like counterintuitive to the beginning of the episode because the beginning of the episode, it's awful, you know. I'm not championing this by any means, but uh, Dee made it very clear at the beginning of the episode that now that she's got the surgery, she's a woman, officially. Yeah. So, like... Which, for those listening at home, is
0: exactly...
3: It's not the case. It's really not the case. 100% <laughs> how it works. No.
2: I think the most interesting thing about this whole scene was that it's obvious that this is Frank's only representation of... The LGBT community. <laughs> so he thinks this is what has to mm-hmm. happen because that's his only representation that he's ever seen. And it's actually a really good demonstration of what representation is like and why representation is important because mm-hmm. he doesn't know. He actually thinks that someone has to go through like surgery and hormone replacement mm-hmm. and be a trans person to be queer. So. Um, do we want to jump into like this yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah Let's yeah, let's rate
0: gotta, this episode. Yeah, let's rate this episode, then we'll talk about the last moment oh, of
1: the we'll final one. So, do you want to d- to keep it consistent? Do you want to <laughs> go first, oh, me? Damn. Um, I didn't find this one very funny. I found this one more frustrating than funny. Um, I'm giving it a four out of ten, and mm-hmm. it's just the, like too much of my struggle really early on. Like, I came out as you know, a, a gay man once when I was 14, and, and so it was just, like, old-school, like, stuff that mm. I had to champion for years of my life, and then also, ne- like, mm. it was exhausting. It was an exhausting episode for yeah. me. Transphobia, mm. I would amp it up to an, I would amp it up to, like, a, a nine because it's mm. just, like, the perpetual forceful equation of, like, her being in a gay marriage... The misgendering, mm. the fact that, like, they are so adamantly equating genitalia with gender. Yeah. You know, mm. I take a point off because my heart really goes out to Carmen at the end, because I just want them to leave me alone, too. Like, yeah. they, it's just... Yeah, that's where I am. Mm. Okay. Uh, my
0: rating, I would say, as far as a comedy factor, yeah, there were some jokes that I found funny, but I honestly... And I watched, I rewatched it yesterday. I can't remember which jokes were from this episode. So I've got to give it a four or a five because, again, it was just not as memorable. But I remember it was funny. Uh, and as far as transphobia, I, I'm going to stay pretty consistently on a seven. Uh, there were, like, because there were a lot of, like, especially in that, in that moment that we showed, really amped up everything all in one package. Uh, but there, eh, there, there could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I would definitely say humor was, like, abysmal and non-existent. Like, I have notes here, and I don't have anything positive noted in the episode at all, except for the representation bit. Mm. Um, so I don't think the episode was funny. I'll put it at like, a 2 out of 10. I didn't laugh once. It was just meh. Um, transphobia, I would actually probably say it's about the same as the last episode. Um for a trans person watching it. I think it's worse for someone who's not trans watching it because like they don't have the knowledge that we would have to be upset about certain things. Um, yeah.
3: yeah. So for
0: those that don't know, or who haven't actually watched it, the last episode that we watched was uh, D, I forget what it's called. D gives gives birth. birth. Yeah, D yeah. gives birth. And it's throughout the season. Dee has been getting more progressively pregnant, as we stated. The actress was actually pregnant, so they worked it in, but they didn't Mm -hmm. actually say who Dee's father was, or who Mm -hmm.
3: the father of the baby Mm -hmm.
0: was. Uh, And so in this one, they finally start trying to investigate as she's about to have the baby. So they selfishly try and figure out both who the father is because they don't want to deal with the baby. So they're like, oh, no, we're going to be the ones that are going to have to raise it, of course. So... Mm -hmm. They go on an elaborate hunt to try and find out who the father of this baby is. And by the end, at the end of the episode, it's revealed that it was, in fact, Carmen. Who froze some of her sperm prior to transition. Yeah. And because her husband could not have a baby, so Dee agreed to be the surrogate. And I... Yeah. (laughs) do you know then who... I mean, she knew, well, but knew, she, didn't, yeah. she, she didn't want to tell yeah. them. She did not want to tell the guys.
3: Oh.
0: And the guys didn't ask about it because yeah. they're
2: assholes. Yeah. So they
3: just assumed that she didn't know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they also assumed
2: that she had sex with literally everyone in town. Yeah. Like when, you, when you watch the episode, they pull in, like, every drug addict they can find because that's the punch they want to make. In, all, she, fairness, in she... all
0: fairness, everyone that they bring in... Including the random old guy from the Korean restaurant, she has banged. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I
3: mean, she she has banged them so all. So she actually has. Except after
0: the Korean guy, I believe, mm-hmm. then they just start bringing in a bunch of Danny DeVito's friends who live under the bridge
1: to just right. <laughs> have a party. Right, but he also made it clear that, that wasn't that wasn't... They weren't eligible candidates. He just
2: wanted yeah. to make it yeah. look
1: like a party. So.
0: Right, 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 right. But yeah, there there were a lot that she has actually banged throughout the series. So it was a nice little
1: homage to the rest of the series to be like, oh yeah, remember these people who <laughs> deep banged. That probably um, would make the episode funnier if like you'd watch more of the series and were like, <laughs> oh man, these people again. But mm-hmm. uh, as as somebody came into it cold, I was yeah. like, that's a lot of people. And, oh, I, and I okay. do apologize for making you come into it cold, but
0: it was just like, there's no it's, way you're getting through six seasons in, like, a week.
2: I mean, if you but gave me yeah. more
0: advance at notice... Fair.
2: So, <laughs> I would
0: not. I probably, and I feel yeah. like that's the other one. I wanted to give you an out so you didn't have to binge the entire yeah, series. Yeah, not, not about that. Uh, but yeah, so with the, with the last episode, and I...
2: Kind of love the last moments. I'm going to yeah. see if I can
0: find it, but if you want to talk about it
2: while I find uh, it. Well, I mean, essentially the the scene goes, uh, they see or they see her coming out of the, the room, and I think there's a DJ that's playing some music um, <laughs> that's like just awkward, and like, why does a DJ have this? Um, and then she comes out, she has the baby, and then they're trying to be like, oh, who's the parent? And then Carmen and Nick, her husband, walk up, and it's them, and whatever. And it's immediate, like, oh, t that's who it is. Look at that. How's that even possible? And then it's, like, explained really, really quickly. And then they take the baby and they walk away. But then, right after that, all of them are, like, you know, they probably make better parents than us. So, like, hmm. I guess it's totally okay, because we would not be good parents and they would be great parents. And it's, like, this is a total... <laughs> 360 from what you did before, or 180 from what you did before, mm-hmm. where it was like the most transphobic episode, suddenly the least transphobic episode, <laughs> like where <laughs> you're still using the slur that you've used every time, but you're also recognizing that they're better human beings than you are. And it's yeah. also the
0: last time so far that we've seen Carmen. So, assumedly, unless they bring her in for something,
1: in the this is seasons.
0: this is yeah, like this could be a really good
1: way to end her character. Uh, but here, let let me just play uh, off the, the proverbial sunset with a child and yeah, happy yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the the happy the happy a <laughs> oh oh <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a Carmen? What are you
3: doing here? I'm here to get my baby. What? Oh, yeah, the tranny's the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You
1: had sex with the tranny? No. No, I was their surrogate. We used uh, her sperm and a donor egg, and then they just kind <clears> of <throat> right up there. And...
2: We had a difficult time finding the surrogate, but D here was a miracle to us. See, I can't have kids of my own, and Carmen always yeah, wanted yeah. to be. Yeah, great, great.
1: Miracle for you. How wonderful. D. You tricked us? How did I trick you? Well, we were getting all pumped up about being this baby's dad. We were all
2: keyed up for nothing. Yeah, if we need you to do this stupid surrogate thing again, we would have just completely ignored your pregnancy.
3: You did ignore my pregnancy!
2: This has been a huge disappointment for us.
1: What? We were gonna be great dads. We
3: were gonna impose our we we yes. had a three minute a baby thing going
0: on. It was we gonna be great. Oh, okay,
3: I'm sorry. I
1: have to admit it. This whole thing might be for the best. I mean, those two
0: are gonna make great parents, much better parents than any of us would, don't you think? Yeah.
2: I guess. So because so it's better, but like it's still yeah, like it's still slurs like rapid man, fire. Acts, yeah. You know? The
0: the other thing that I I realized it at the time, but I didn't make note of it was they also did the D you tricked us. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, obviously I like, it's just little, one of those things. It's just kind of like calls back to the the first time yeah. they meet Carmen, which yeah, yeah is. It's always about but, fooling the people. The deceit, it's deceit of about women. People. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The deceit of those who are not cis men. (laughs) Oh, those
1: poor, delicate cis men. Yeah, jeez.
0: Why don't we rate this episode, let's just skip the comedy, because obviously, like, since I'm the only one that's followed it throughout its inception into now, I find it very funny, we can assume, because I know all these characters. Right. Let's just rate it on transphobia. One to ten. V, you want to round it out to be the...
1: (laughs) I'm gonna give it, I'm, frankly, I'm gonna give it a, a... two comparative to like every other thing else that we've seen out of the show using the slur a few times is not good I'm not condoning that but at the end they all agree that they're good they're good parents and that's fine I'm'm I'm, I'm gonna be forgiving in the very end oh I I'm gonna be equally as
0: forgiving but I'm gonna bump it up to a three just because that's fair you know yeah like it's still not like it's it's a really good moment. It's a really touching moment, but there is a lot of that, that they probably could have found a way to still address and say, yeah, you know, even for, and I'm just going to use the word, but like, ah, she's, maybe she's not the tranny anymore. Like something, but yeah. So I'm, I'm sticking with the three.
2: Uh, I mean, I would say it's like still a six. It's
3: still worse than most representation we get.
1: Mm That yeah.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I might also still give it, like, a five or six, it's like, because it's still in the same, I'm just imagining, like, walking by that group of people in the hospital or something. Don't do that to yourself. Why would you do yeah. that to yourself? I don't know. It's because it's hard not to. Just, no, like, I'm teasing. <laughs> a group of
2: homeless drug addicts, a DJ, or these, like... like, awkward people who run a bar, and just someone talking. who just gave, it, like, gave birth, a, like, and then a great,
3: happy family. Yeah. That's like
2: taking away the baby.
3: And that's I mean yeah, and that's like that's the thing is like it's so it's sort of it's it's sort of a touching moment in a way, but then it's then, mm. yeah. But you know, yeah, I feel like, like that sums it up. Like, that it's always cool, sunny but... is
0: such a touching moment that's just ruined by everything, right. you know, by everyone
2: involved. <laughs> I mean, that's like kind of the point kind of like literally the name of the show. Right? Yeah.
3: yeah, and it seems kind of weird that it's not acknowledged that Carmen can't be a, or that it's not acknowledged that Carmen can be, or that Carmen is the baby's mother. Hmm. You know, well, like, or I guess I, I guess mm-hmm. D is the.
0: No, but I, I, I hear know. what you're saying. Because she's like, adopting
3: the baby, yeah. and she—it's just sort of this like very she like rapid fire figure, like, figure. oh yeah, yeah, no, like she's the dad, and then mm. it's never like, mm. oh, she has this connection with this baby now. I don't know. Like,
0: you know this, what? You've done it to me again. Maternal, I'm bumping it up to yeah. a five. Yep. Nope. I agree with that. She's, know, that, <laughs> she, that just <laughs> seems odd that worse. she's not. Yeah. I like, yeah.
1: feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like the apologist of the group.
2: Yeah, yeah, you are. Look at you in your So.
0: Uh, so, do we have any final thoughts, anything that we really, that we haven't talked about that we really just need to get out
1: before we finish? Um, compared to a lot of stuff that I've seen, and I've kind of seen and made peace with a lot of, like, pretty horrendously transphobic stuff, uh, that I still kind of, whether it be guiltily or not, uh, enjoy, uh, this actually kind of ranks pretty, pretty low on the scale for me. It's, it's bad. Mm. I'm sure when it's not being transphobic, the show's probably funny, but boy, that's a rough way to get into if it's, this formally. If it's not transphobic, it's usually some other thing.
0: Oh, so, yeah. Digitally. Yeah, but yeah.
2: Um, I mean, I, I really think still my whole big thing about it is I wish they hadn't chose Mac, the, like, big douchebag vanity queen of the group, mm-hmm. to be the character that does that. And then immediately, obviously, the character that's like, oh, you're gay. Because da, da 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 da, and I'm sure they also referenced to Carmen other parts in the show. That's like, oh, you like are into this person. Um, I wish they had done it with Charlie, the romantic character, because they could have really brought light to the situation. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think Charlie mm-hmm. would have given a shit what they had to say, because he would be like in love with the character because he's hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. And like, that would have been really great and positive and given a good image to the character. It wouldn't have hit anybody outside of it. And you'd just have had, like, the racist jokes thrown in there. Mm.
1: <laughs> just the racist, just racist, racist and, jokes. Just the racist jokes, And yeah. you yeah. the transphobic
2: <laughs> language that's, like, using literal slurs. Mm. It would be so much better. It could be so much better. And actually, like, an example of, like, these people are bad. But it almost makes it like they're doing what's normal and, like, normalizes it because they're just using these things so much
3: and there's no counter to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that was the thing that sort of disappointed me about, like, these segments that I saw. Like, yeah, they're definitely, I think, yeah, they're definitely, I've seen the show before and it's funny and there are a lot of funny parts to it. And there are a lot of situations where it's, like, these characters are assholes and they get, you know, their comeuppance for being assholes. And that sort of shows up in this, but I feel like they just miss the boat in so many places that like, cause I think honestly that scene where she's on the treadmill mill, like it's so uncomfortable, but like I was laughing cause it was, I was laughing at the guys like, mm. cause that's cause they're just being so ridiculous. And I'm like, and I feel like there's, I feel like they could unpack that in a way that would actually be funny and that mm-hmm. could actually create, like, positive change in a way. Or, I don't know, but, like, that mm-hmm. could actually be positive representation. Um, but it just sort of is instead, like, oh, we're just going to throw all these things out there and not challenge them at all, you know. Mm. Or, like, you can, you can challenge it, but, but um, like, if they had meant, like, if they were intending to satirize these, like, regressive or, like, sh- like transphobic uh viewpoints like they they could have done that in a way that was so much more clear and instead mm-hmm. they just kind of or they just not just kind of perpetuate it but mm-hmm. perpetuating. So final question,
0: one word answer. Sorry. Title of the podcast. No, that's fine. <laughs> Title of the podcast. Is it, it's Always Sunny in in Philadelphia. Is it transphobic? Yes
3: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it is i'm probably still gonna watch it though and i'm excited for the new season cool i want to thank my guests thank you so much for being on yeah absolutely
2: totally thank you
0: awesome uh do you have anything you want to plug or anywhere that you want people to find you or do you want people not to find you because that's perfectly perfectly an okay answer too oh
2: like twitter or you can follow my tumblr (sighs) at BaptizedIncome.tumblr.com, but like money income, like it's a joke. Ah, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baptized income.
2: Yeah, baptized income.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. clever. Oh boy, Uh, you can find me. I do uh, let's play videos. What? Yeah, I'm a gamer. Uh, I do let's play videos. Um, Yeah, I own a channel, Catcoon Games. It's super cute we were me and my friend riley play games and have a grand old time and also uh you can read the web comic that uh riley and i uh work on together uh life cycle at lifecycle.tapastic.com i think um i don't know it off the top of my head uh, and then you can follow me on Bandcamp because I'm overexposed in the media. Um, but you can listen to my music on Bandcamp uh, at Vivi Aladren, that's V-I-V-I-A-L-A-D-R-E-N, dot Bandcamp.com. I'll shut up now, sorry. No worries. So all my
0: info is at my website, ashleylaurenrogers.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Lucretia L-U-C-R-E-T-I-A, D-E-A-R. Then the number four. Awesome. Thank you so much. So that was our first episode. I do hope that you enjoyed it. All the music was written and composed by our very own Vivian Aladren, and you can find her at soundcloud.com slash Vivian alladren Aladren. So that was our episode. I do hope that you enjoyed it, and if you did, I hope that you like us on SoundCloud and possibly the other spaces that we're going to be putting the podcast up on, Uh, and the music for the episode was all written and composed and performed by our very own Vivian Aladren. You can find her on SoundCloud, soundcloud soundcloud.com backslash Vivian dash Aladren. And if you have any questions or comments or you just want to let us know that you're really enjoying the podcast so far, please find us on SoundCloud under Is It Transphobic?